0: Hi, this is Andrew Bass, and this is the Performance Podcast. Last year, I gave some lectures on effective management consulting at the Aston Business School. And one of the questions which came up was, given the mixed views on consultants that you hear, what should you be thinking about to get real value? and when should you use consultants and why should you go outside rather than try and do it yourself? I think there are three things to consider. Number one is why you might not be able to do the job in-house and would therefore consider going outside. Secondly, what are the risks of bringing someone in? And thirdly, what are the positive advantages of having someone come in from the outside who's the right person? Let's talk about the problems of the DIY alternative. I think executives can feel torn on this one. Prospective clients will sometimes say, Well, you know, I already pay people to do this. Yet, of course, there is some reason that they've made the time to meet with someone from the outside. I think the legitimate concerns which limit what can be done in-house are these. Firstly, who can get the strategic perspective? The simple fact is that with organizations as lean as they are today, most people inside them are absolutely focused on tactical operational details. Even if they want and know how to step back and look at the bigger picture, they often simply can't get around to it. I've worked with many delegates on executive education programs, on strategic management, for example, who nod vigorously at this. Secondly, there's the politics. You may well have people with the right competencies, some may even have been consultants before joining you, but their ability to be effective in the change that you need is compromised, not by their personal qualities, but by their ongoing role in the organization. For example, They may be seen as pursuing the local interests of a personal fiefdom or to be looking after friends, even if they're not. Thirdly, will internal people really be able to level with you? As the leader, it's a constant issue to avoid being kept in a bubble. Some of the things that will need to be said to you could be tough for people if they're worried that they will limit their careers. And make no mistake, even if you are the most humane, fair, reasonable boss in the world, many of your people will have been effectively trained by people who weren't. So who's going to speak truth to power? Tough news is much easier to give and far easier to receive from a trusted external consultant. So for someone who has the space to take a strategic perspective, is outside the politics and can afford to tell it as they find it, you need to go outside. Of course the wrong consultants can actively make things worse and you need to manage the risks. Some of those risks are obvious and a well-managed company will handle those fine. I'm talking about things like establishing competence, etc. But here are three somewhat less obvious risks. Firstly, dependency. First is leaving you in a better condition. Now, some consultants will be very happy indeed if you get to the point where you can't live without them. The best consultant wants to leave you in a position where you're stronger, to transfer skills, to bring out more of the capability that's within the organization. The second thing is that, there are consultants who have a one-size-fits-all approach and try and force-fit you into their methodology. A lot of people talk about a methodology that's achieved a lot, which is Six Sigma. But you know, there was a Business Week cover article a few years ago that showed that when Six Sigma was introduced into 3M, it actually stifled innovation. It wasn't probably the best tool for all of their areas of the business. So you don't want to be force-fitted into a, some kind of standard framework. And the third thing is that Many consultants are very enamoured of setting up grand schemes. The trouble with grand schemes, huge change projects which promise dramatic progress, is that very often they actually create a backlash. And if they fail, they leave the organisation in a state where the next attempted initiative is just going to meet cynicism. So there's a naivety, I think, sometimes in those approaches. You really need consultants who understand those things and understand that there are lots of ways to get change without creating a backlash. So on the positive side, the right outsider can really make all the difference. And four things, I think, underpin this. Firstly, they can afford to stand aside from the operational details and look at fundamentals. Secondly, we can rise above the political fray because our allegiance is to the client. You know, I've sometimes told clients things which their own people to say uh, would have been career suicide but from my point of view it was fine to say it and actually the client thanked me. Thirdly we can find out sometimes what's going on in an organisation that's very hard for the leader themselves because people manage the news to you. And fourthly of course the right external consultants can bring in all kinds of new perspectives. We see a lot of businesses across industries can bring in the results of original research, new methods that you might not have met and so on, which can then be applied to your situation for maximum effect. I often find that clients are very frustrated because they know about the potential that is in the business and the potential if they can make the changes that we're discussing. And actually, isn't it obvious that if the in-house talent was able to achieve that potential, would have done so by now? So very often, it's not a content issue because you've got content experts all over the organization. And that's why an external consultant with expertise in the process of change can make all the difference to significantly increase the ability of your organization to achieve the success that's waiting there and to accelerate the time it takes to achieve it. You've been listening to The Performance Podcast with me, Andrew Bass.